Hey guys, it's Courtney and Ariana, and this is Through the Grapevine. We're two friends, sip wine while spilling celeb tea. Um, we got a lot to discuss this week. Should we just hop on into this week's wine of the week? So this week we have Post Malone's Maison Number no. Nine. It is a rosé. It's a fun little drink. It is. He, <laughs> I saw the slogan for <laughs> his wine, and it's just so like basic post Malone. It's just like <laughs> rosé is fun for the people or something. It's just yeah. so. <laughs> he said, "This is lame. for when like, we want to be a little more fancy." I think is yeah. Like rosé is for line. when you want to get a little fancy. Yeah. So <laughs> all right, okay, thanks, Posty. Posty. <laughs> Whatever you say. Um. I will say aesthetically the nicest bottle that we've had so far. Yes, and it might be the nicer bottle that we, the nicest bottle that we'll have in a while because it kind of stands out from anything else that you see on shelves. It's got a glass cork. It took me way too long to admit to be able to open it because I was so confused. Right, it's this very slender glass bottle with a sword down the middle and these this. like rose rose thorn vine twirling up it but uh yeah it's a nice beautiful bottle we'll post the picture yeah. obviously on on the instagram i kind of um, looked him up he been up to you and yeah. he's been pretty quiet i guess he's working on his new album uh it's gonna be titled 12 carat toothache and uh <laughs> that's that's about it i guess he must be keeping his head low in the studio but he has that one song out right now that's doing really well one right now with the weekend with the weekend yeah you never can turn on the radio without hearing it. no it's, it is a great song but it's um, a good song i will get them out i was kind of surprised that he has a rosé because i think he's mostly known for his bud light deal that he has oh yeah he's like the face of bud light he looks like a guy that drinks bud light which is he's probably why guy. it works so well yeah um Post Malone, Rosé. Yeah. <laughs> do go together. Him and two um, friends. I guess it was like his longtime friend and a music manager. Got together and made a Rosé. So, good for them. For Tastes him. great. It's not bad. It is like, it's a pretty good one. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to give it to him. Not that you could make a bad Rosé, in my opinion. Um, I'm sure that there's some like five, two dollar, two buck chuck somewhere. <laughs> yeah. like, that sucks, but it's pretty good. Yeah. Another good summer one mm-hmm. since we're coming up. Hopefully the weather officially breaks and we can have some, like, rosé drinking weather. Yeah. It's beautiful out right now. It's about 75 degrees, so this might make it to the front porch this evening. Yeah, this might be a patio night for the rest of this bottle, but Mm -hmm. (laughs) we shall see. Um, Post Malone, you guys. And we could get, you can get this at, like, a grocery store. We both got it at Kroger and Harris Teeter if you're in the South and it's not expensive and it's still pretty good yeah it's about so 23 bucks you're interested yeah yeah and it's a beautiful um, bottle it's one to keep i'd say or at least not throw oh, out yeah. immediately <laughs> if i was in college i would definitely have these all on my shelf <laughs> <laughs> just this rose on top of cupboards <laughs> yeah this is decor so sad when i move and i have to throw them out <laughs> yeah um, let's hop into this week's stories. First things first. Britney Spears. Britney Spears. 
pregnant. Baby number three. Baby number three. I'm really excited um, for it. her just getting out of the conservatorship. Uh, she had said that she had an IUD for what 14 years, and as much as she wanted yeah. a baby, uh, she obviously couldn't conceive. Nor could she have That's like she relationships she... to even conceive. No. But she said the only thing she wanted to do was get married and have a baby, mm-hmm. and she's doing both. Check, she's engaged to uh, Sam. I can't say his last name. Agassi, something like that, and. Um, she's got her two older boys that you guys remember her life was kind of turbulent during that time mm-hmm. of her pregnancies and giving birth to them. Um, she posted, uh, if you follow Brittany on Instagram, you know that her, her captions are kind of a roller coaster uh, ride place. is what I'll use to describe them. Yeah. Emoji filled and as well. Emojis, um, exclamation points dot dot dots dot dot dots dot 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 run on sentences Um, (laughs) yes but she did post in today's from what i could like read through that she had perinatal depression while pregnant with her first two boys um which i think is very telling because that was kind of the time that we were calling her crazy Mm. um and so I I might be getting this wrong. Some nurse is going to message me and be like, no. <laughs> but I think perinatal is while you're pregnant. Because, you know, obviously there's postnatal, um, which is like the more common, like, depression you hear of with people right. having children. Um, but she did post that she was perinatal depress- depressed during her first two pregnancies and that she will be in the house for this next pregnancy to avoid the paparazzi and to just make sure she has an overall healthier pregnancy and she said that she will be doing yoga while pregnant yeah um i love that for her i'm glad she's finally living the life that she's been wanting for 10 plus years oh yeah what are we gonna do about the low-rise jeans though (laughs) well she'll bring back high-rise once she has to wear those maternity jeans with that that uh spandex band the band yep she said don't worry Oh, she's like, <laughs> low rise jeans. I feel like she'll just wear them throughout her pregnancy, but we'll see. We'll keep an eye on that. Well, Brittany low rise jeans watch 2022. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> good for Brittany. Our next story is Will Smith. And I pray to God, this is the last week we talk about this, but I don't feel like it will be. Um, he has received a 10 year ban from the academy from attending the oscars uh he can still be nominated and he can still win he just can't be there attend yeah um we put a poll up on this about this on our instagram about whether we thought it was too harsh just right Mm -hmm. not harsh enough um for the most part it was like a third of the people thought it was appropriate punishment and then two-thirds thought it was inappropriate like too harsh of a punishment I don't think anybody what thought do you it was, think about uh, it? I don't think anybody had voted that it was uh not enough. I no. I think it was too harsh. I mean, granted everybody I don't want to do apples to oranges, but there have been way worse uh academy members and winners nominees um you know that have been charged with far far worse. And I'm not uh minimizing violence but you could tell it was a uh, emotion filled spur of the moment 
act. This wasn't something yeah. planned out by any means. Um, unfortunate it had to happen. But uh, 10 years, like a I mean, lot of people have been saying, are the Oscars going to be relevant in 10 years? Probably not. They're not I mean, they're really, losing viewers. I hate to say it. They're not relevant now. They're not we relevant now. Them, yeah. Um, nobody watched just... the Oscars. Ask anybody a moment that happened in that Oscars besides the slap. Mm. And they can't tell you a single one. Right. Uh, so, yeah. Like, I think it's just too harsh. Uh, um, what do you think about, um, like, for instance, there's this actor, Harry Lennox, and you're saying who? And I said the mm-hmm. same thing. Um <laughs> He he is, um, I guess, in the show Billions. He is a black actor, so this, I guess, he's the person. This is why he felt like he should say it, but he said that Will Smith should give back his Oscar. Do you agree with that? No, because that takes away from, you know, his years of preparation and you know, his craft that he put into it. I, nothing about the slap reflects his work. Yeah. They're just being tied together. Um, exactly. So, no, I don't think he needs to return it. I'm still waiting for Chris Rock. I'm very surprised Chris Rock hasn't made a statement yet. He gets to so, do it. I have an update on that. Oh, really? Apparently at his most recent comedy show, he um, said he came out and he said, I guess he made a surprise performance. I mean, a surprise appearance at Comedy Cellar in New York City. And he came out and he said, I ain't talking about it. Like, that was the first thing he said. And then um, he goes on to say that... <laughs> this is funny. He said that he, he's he got his hearing back now. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and then he said that he will not talk about it until someone pays him. And... Buddy... Okay, first of all... I think so many of us have just moved on past it that he's going to mm-hmm. miss his chance at this little, little window high of attention that he has right now. Yeah. Because this is the most I've talked about Chris Rock since literally Mad- Madagascar. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> not Shrek. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Again, sorry, anyone. <laughs> but <laughs> he... <laughs> he you know, what is he, what's he got to say to us that we don't already know? I do have two questions that I would like to hear from him, I guess. And mm-hmm. I don't know if I need to sit down for a 2020 interview or um, a Good Morning America thing for it. But I want to know, one, um, what coverage did he write what, the joke? Yeah. How do you think he's um, going to address this? Do you think it's going to be some sit-down interview? Do you think it's going to be like a podcast format? Do you think it's going to be like... Absolute sit-down interview. I could see him doing a sit-down interview either with, you know, it's going to have to be like Gail King or, or Robin Roberts or um, Hoda. It's going to be a black woman because that's yeah. a big talk of the So you think it's going to be like a morning, a, like a, a morning show feature? Yeah, either that or my other option is him going on like Conan, mm-hmm. so he could have like the comedy perspective, like Conan O'Brien. That's podcast. exactly what I'm thinking. Conan, the show's off the air, but mm-hmm. um, it's it's either going to be like somebody who will definitely take his side, or somebody who so he can explain himself a little better. But I get back. Sorry, um, I, I also just wonder two questions. Yeah, go sorry. ahead. Well, I also wonder if it's going no. to be someone like Conan who's not. Is Conan still on air? No. No, no, no. But because I do like a, really a quick little podcast. special because it's not like 
Jimmy Fallon or uh, Seth Meyers or Colbert, like no, like or James Corden, no late night host. It's not no because yeah. they don't want to jeopardize not getting Will or Jada or Jaden <laughs> or Willow. Like it'll branch out, yeah, as a future yes. Yeah. yeah, I think that he needs to though go on something, even if they pay him whatever, mm-hmm. and say, did he write the joke or did the the Academy write the joke and he just went out there and say it. Mm-hmm. Um, and did he know about Jada's um, medical condition? Alopecia, yeah. And my last thing is, I honestly think Jada's owed an apology. Mm-hmm. I know jokes are jokes, but um, she wasn't there as a celebrity. She was there as a guest. And um, you don't see guests getting made fun of, even if they are celebrities. Like Rita Wilson, Tom Hanks' wife has been to how many award shows and never right. been the butt of a joke and jada's legitimately just sitting there granted she's sitting in the front row she didn't do anything um will smith's fair game um penelope cruz was there as a nominated actress she's fair, fair game but mm-hmm. i don't know jada was just sitting there so i think she's an apology still but it's not my prerogative to give or accept apologies on her behalf so i have really no say in this whole thing i would like him to give a little um, maybe like and it could, like, that's why I just feel like it was such a off-the-cuff joke. But I would like him to, like, dive into his history with Jada okay. and Will. And, you know, if anything or if nothing happened from his Oscar So White hosting year where he, you know, basically said Jada doesn't need to be here anyway. And if yeah, that was, like you said, I think week one podcast if that was ever resolved which we don't believe that it is but just a and lot then of questions since then all these clips have come up of him making fun of her over the years since mm-hmm. like the 90s so yeah i think he i think he should have to explain himself maybe there is some long-standing beef and again not excusing will's behavior and maybe there's a reason i just feel like so much of the blame now is getting put on jada and again she was doing nothing so i feel like chris rock should say something to be like yeah you didn't have a reason to be brought into this i feel even though like nobody ever has to explain their relationship even though we always like want celebrity couples to do it now i feel like we really want to know the insight on jada and will's marriage because now clips are coming up of you know jada filming will and will's like you know take the camera off me and now we're just like as if we didn't already have like a massive spotlight on what's going on in their relationship due to entanglements and everything i just now yeah. we're like okay was I he defending her stuff, was like what you yeah. know yeah i think we're back to um how we talked about week one things that they have done in the past getting taken out of context because mm-hmm. They are just the number one enemy of Hollywood for right now, which we still don't understand. But um, God, I hope this saga comes to the conclusion soon. Chris better take whatever offer he can get because he truly is going to run out of steam because we have a very short attention span in this country right now. <laughs> and we're going to move on as soon as something else it. happens. <laughs> so he better figure it out real quick. <laughs> Speaking of things that um, have moved on, but have then come back. <laughs> A perfect segue to Jennifer Lopez <laughs> and Ben Affleck are engaged, dot, 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 again. Again. 
the woman now has as many rings as Michael Jordan. <laughs> In a shorter time this as well. Her... Oh, yes, exactly. This is her sixth engagement. Six. She was married in the late 90s to a man named Onaji. Mm-hmm. Um, she then obviously was engaged to Ben Affleck for the first time. Um, she then married her backup dancer, Chris Shud. Um, she then married Mark Anthony, who she had two kids with. Um, she was then married to, I mean, engaged to. Uh, A-Rod? What's his first name? A-Rod. Uh, I, I can't oh think of his actual Alex, name. Though. Right? It's just like just Alex Rodriguez. Alex Rodriguez. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Big sports girlies. Um. <laughs> this is a sports podcast. <laughs> you are now listening they... to <laughs> Through the Grapevine. You guys saw sports this edition. ESPN. <laughs> um, and then um, JLo and A-Rod broke up last April, April 2021. And now April 2022, she is re-engaged to Ben Affleck. Um if you guys don't know, alive and well, <laughs> alive and well. If you have been living under a rock for the last twenty years, um, it was one of the biggest like news stories back in the day. They got engaged, Ben Affleck and J Lo, and they called off the wedding maybe two days before the wedding. Um, he mm-hmm. called it off. Um, it's pretty. It's still, still speculated that she threw her ring into the Hudson River in New York. Um. Yeah, that that is a very expensive ring. Quick reference back to Brittany. <laughs> and I went down to the ocean and I got it for you. <laughs> Somebody needs to go down in the Hudson and get that thing because at the time it was like the most expensive celeb engagement ring. It was like three million dollars, which nowadays is like chump change compared to what yeah. celebs spend. But back then it was like, what the heck? Who needs a ring that costs that much? Um, but. So they called it off then. Now they they rekindled their love last spring. Um, you know, I was very hardly on the train of this as publicity. I did not believe it whatsoever. Oh no, I thought this was real from the get go. Uh, I oh man, I'm about to make some people mad because Courtney knows this. I do not like Ben Affleck one <laughs> bit. I think that he is a user. He should not have been famous this long. I will stand by this. <laughs> Courtney already knows this. I've told her this months yes. ago. Um, I really got really okay. So I kind of oh, man, this I'm about to do some hot takes. I'm sorry. I have no respect for J Lo being interested in this man after the way he treated Jennifer Garner because Ooh, yes, he. It's pretty well known that he's not a great dad. To his kids with Jennifer Garner. I think they have three kids together, maybe. Um, and I, I don't know if everybody knows this. He was in rehab for a while for drinking. Mm-hmm. And pretty recently, he was on one of the late night talk shows. I can't remember which one. I want to say Kimmel. And um, kind of blamed Jennifer Garner for his drinking and her, their marriage. And basically said he was so miserable in their marriage that it drove him to drink so much that he needed to go to rehab. I think he did come out with a statement though, saying that that got twisted for any uh yeah, for any Ben Affleck supporters the... out here. Well, I watched it too, but I do think he it meant that he was so miserable in his marriage that it made him drink. Not necessarily the twisting really of help in his case. Yeah, well, <laughs> no, Sorry. I get what you're saying. But anyway, I have been an adamant 
adamant contender that but for Goodwill Hunting, his movie career would be nothing. <laughs> he put out a series of flop movies, Jiggly. Ever heard of it? No, <laughs> because no one saw it at all. It was a terrible movie. I quite literally think he also did, after Jiggly, he did Jersey Boy, Jersey Girl, Jersey Girl. Yeah. No idea. I did not Me and my mom were the only uh, two people on this planet that saw that movie. Films and it was out of, I'm sure we went to Blockbuster and there was nothing else there. So we had to pick up Jersey Girl. Oh, he had already drove all the way to Blockbuster. So we had to get it. He, he should not be famous. What's his next best movie that he acted in? I know everybody's going to go Argo, Argo, that he acted in after Goodwill Hunting. Was he in, he was like in a rom-com, wasn't he? He's just not that into you? No. He's not in that, is he? Yeah, but that's not his movie. I mean, he didn't like oh, okay. make or break it. I was watching that last night. That was on but... last night. Which will give yeah. me a little uh, pocket to say what Ben Affleck is to Ariana is what Scarlett <laughs> Johansson is to me. So whenever we get a no moment worries. to talk about Scarlett Johansson, whenever that's... Because I'm never going to bring her out voluntarily. <laughs> she's going to have to do something. And she's already, you know, had her baby, her. got married, whatever. So she might be quiet for a while, but... Just let everyone know. Time Scarjo comes. It's not going to be pretty on my end. He is just a coattail riders. He started with the first Jennifer. He moved to the second Jennifer. He tried to go to that Anna Darmus girl. Got no pickup from that. <laughs> and now he's back to the other Jennifer. She's so blonde. She loves attention. that she doesn't care. She's like, whatever. I'm back in the public eye. I'm making A-Rod jealous after he cheated on me with a Bravo celebrity. I'm slathering olive oil all over my face every night, and I'm making a buttload of money from this new skincare line. A buttload of money. Why Jennifer Garner, I mean, Jennifer Lopez, she just put out that rom-com, which didn't really get too much traction. Mm -mm. She's been getting so much buzz, and I know that there's celebrities that we're always going to talk about no matter what. It does not make a lick of sense to me why we have been talking about her so much for the last couple of years. Like, why did she do the inauguration? Still <sighs> makes about that. no sense. We, Diversity. They listed that. They said that. Like. That's what it is. Come, there was a, there's got to be another Puerto Rican singer out there, <laughs> there that can actually sing. Like, let's be. She, she said, yeah, let loud in the middle of God Bless America. Oh. And what's sad is we were at such a dark time in this country that I was like, oh my God, I'm so patriotic listening to Let's Get Loud. <laughs> Who would have thought that we were like hearing Let's Get Loud? Let's Get Loud. You know what? Yeah, I think we should. <laughs> Fireworks going off. I'm waving the oh, flag my in my God. front yard. Yeah. Yes. So we let's were get like, loud. It was a dark time, so we allowed it. But now that my mind's back in order and we're back to a normal system of people, yep. I'm like, Jennifer Garner. At the, at Lopez. Jennifer Garner. I keep saying that. I'm you sorry. Got it. Lopez. It's it's been, it's Ben Affleck's fault for only dating women named Jennifer. Yeah. <laughs> it's not my fault. This is a I pro mean, Jennifer Garner truly. podcast. We'll always oh, be. yeah. We have to. The hometown hero. We have to support her. I just. Ben Affleck's done nothing. Please DM us if you want to make your case for Ben Affleck. I will hear all arguments, but good luck. Yeah, look. I'm trying to look up the cost for that new engagement ring. Her new engagement ring. So I guess the one, the new one's ten million. Yeah, 
I saw that the old one, the old, you know, the old engagement ring was 2.5. I kind of want to do like what inflation and and like what that amounts to now. From we'll post a picture of her new engagement ring. It is beautiful. Um, But I just, JLo, do better. Why don't these women like Mariah Carey almost had the right idea. Jennifer Lopez can date anybody in the world and she she goes back to ben affleck go find you some dumb who who do you think she would go back to though like who else i mean other than mark anthony i mean mark anthony was probably the one for her but just go date some rich guy you don't have to date somebody famous (laughs) like we so 2.5 in 2002 is 3.9 today so Ben, you better have spent more than three point nine. It's definitely Honestly. more than three point nine. Um, well, I did. I did an inflation calculator on Google. <laughs> <laughs> two point five million in two thousand two is worth three million nine hundred forty two okay, thousand six hundred ninety and thirty eight cents today. Her new ring. Okay, here's the specs on her new ring it's an 8.5 carat green diamond at the center and two smaller white diamonds on the side who made it's it an extremely rare find um but um some beverly hills he posted it we'll post it online um the ring is likely well over five million dollars and could be worth more than ten million dollars good lord it is yeah Imagine you're Chris Judd and you had to go to like Case Jewelers to buy a ring because you're just a backup dancer. And then, and then, and then she goes on to marry Mark Anthony and um, yeah. A-Rod, who A-Rod's loaded, and then Ben Affleck, and you're just like, ugh. I wonder if she doesn't like just like true diamond rings because it looks like her 2002 engagement ring is like this pink tinted diamond. And now she's probably bored. This, yeah, she's got so many. She's like, let's mix it up. I got to get a rainbow at this point. She's, she's like, I mean, I've already had a pair. I've had an emerald. What do you got for me? Marquee. Yeah. Thank you. Something different. Finally. She must love a square. Uh, Jesus Christ. You're looking into this woman. Jennifer Lopez's rings. I can't. I cannot. Okay, I gotta move on because it's too much. <laughs> the Ben Affleck can go on for the rest of the podcast. Yes, forever. Um, and other wedding news: there was a huge wedding this weekend, and only me and you know the people who actually got married. Um, <laughs> Nicola Peltz and Brooklyn Beckham got married this weekend, and I just heard a collective "who" from all of our listeners, and you should say "who." Um, Brooklyn Beckham is the son of Posh Spice and David Beckham, aka the hottest soccer player that's ever walked this earth and nicola peltz um, is the heiress to everyone's favorite four for four <laughs> best nuggets in the game <laughs> honestly their fries have gotten better too wendy's <laughs> the co-founder of wendy's or like the co i should probably look this up her dad's a board member of wendy's yeah. um he's worth like 1.7 billion dollars there was um, a wendy's truck she likes at the uh, yes. reception. Wendy's, re- Wendy's catered uh, this back half of the reception. <laughs> um, Nicola tries to 
tout herself as an actress. Her most well-known job is being Posh Spice's future daughter-in-law. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she's kind of unknown, but it's okay. It's okay. Um, it's she's unfortunately <laughs> at- maybe without like a. She's definitely had work done, but I mean, she is like a stunning girl. <laughs> definitely she has is. had work she done. Is. If my dad was a billionaire and I was ugly, I'd be pissed. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Walk in with a new face every week. All right, like let's let's get one thing correct. Um, people that attended the wedding include Mel B, aka Sporty Scary Spice, uh, Sporty Mel B, and then Mel C. Oh, yeah, yeah, we got Sporty and, then Mel and C, Scary, Sporty Spice. Sporty and Scary were there. Baby and Ginger could not make it. Other guests include Serena Williams, Eva Longoria, Gigi Hadid, Gordon Ramsay, Rachel Zoe, Elizabeth Hurley, Jonathan Shabon, Nicole Richie, Tom Brady, and Giselle Bunchen. Uh, Snoop Dogg was the DJ for the wedding. And um, Brooklyn's wedding really? party included. Yeah, big stuff. Brooklyn's wedding party were his two brothers, Romeo and Cruz. Um, mm-hmm. Harper, their youngest sister, was one of Nicola's flower bridesmaids. Girls. And flower girls, sorry. I think it's Nicola. Okay, so Is it Nicola? Know. I think it's Nicola. Nicola? Nicola? She's like, I a, don't know. Whatever. And he took her, they they joined their last names. So he is now Brooklyn Pets Beckham, and she is Nicola pets beckham as well and uh (laughs) i will say when posh spice wished them a congratulations she said she took out pets she said she said you're on beckham now (laughs) she said hold on a second buddy (laughs) i'm interested to know the last time uh, posh spices ate wendy's oh god she's probably never even heard of it i was gonna say do you think do you think posh spices ever ate a junior bacon cheeseburger absolutely not has she even ate a cheeseburger I love her. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I do wonder if she wore the little Gucci dress, the little Gucci dress, or the little Gucci dress. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> I think she could have worn the people Gucci who dress. only watch the Spice World movie every day of their lives. Um, she had a. Be- yeah. So Nicola had a beautiful, I think it was Valentino custom made gown. Um, had this like floral. Uh, lace gloves that went up past her elbows. She looked beautiful, oh, insane. It just like so classic. Better than all of them. Do tell me the best looking person at that wedding. Oh, let's... well, second best. We can't talk too much into this because apparently, what is he? Seventeen? No, he's eighteen. He's nineteen. He's na- okay, <laughs> he's nineteen. All right. Romeo Beckham. <laughs> he is. He got the best of both sides. We he is literally what we thought the Beckham's kids were going to look like. Yeah. I mean, wow. He is the best of both of them. And then David Bex, still looking 10 out of 10. Yeah. Has never looked bad a day in his life. It's insane. Oh, my gosh. You know what's what's fun that I found out? One could call this a fun fact. That Eva Longoria (laughs) is the godmother to Harper 7 Beckham, which is the only daughter of the the Beckham clan. Yeah. Apparently, wow. Eva and Victoria are like BFFs, like very, very close to the point that Victoria also... is also the godmother of one of Eva's children. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I know that she's super close to the Williams sisters because um, they kind of like taught them about LA when they moved to America. Oh, really? They they were like their ambassadors to America when they moved here, which is so random. But love that. <laughs> whatever. All right, my next story. Um, so speaking of hot couples. Mr. and Mrs. Smith is getting a reboot as a series on Amazon. Um, again, if you don't know about this, this is a movie from 2005 starring Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt. Um, it's infamously known as the movie that broke up Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston. Yes, because Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie had so much chemistry on the set. I watched it for the first time so over hot. COVID and I was like, holy Lemoly. That's the best both of them have ever looked. It's insane. Yeah. So that brings me to my next point. <laughs> have they cast right, it? This is kind of mean. Let me. They've casted it, and I do not agree with the casting because Mr. and Mrs. Smith are supposed to be the hottest people ever. The way right? I'm bringing this up on IMDb right now. So they have casted it, and it is going to be Donald Glover. And Maya Erskine from the Hulu show Penis. Mm. Um, Does not exude Angelina and Brad uh, sexiness. Mm. No. So I guess it's going to be more of a rom-com action. And they are funny mm. people, but... Mm. Mm. They're not ugly people, but they're not... Angelina Jolie is one of the most beautiful women in the world. Yeah. Uh, same with Brad Pitt. And uh, I'm not giving yeah. it more Apparently than a season. It's, it's going to get canceled after one season. I'm never going to watch it. I'm, it I'm talking about it on here. I'm never going to give it a glimpse. Uh, before Maya Erskine was um, tapped in to play it, it was supposed to be Phoebe Waller-Bridge from Fleabag. And um, love her, but also not a... no. Not a Mr. Not a very. Oh my God! This was the project that Phoebe Waller-Bridge and Donna Glover were, and on together, doing together, and they fell out. They're not friends anymore because of this. <sighs> they have. They just say creative differences is the reason that she quit the show. I didn't know this is what that was referring to. Yep. Yep. Wow. Yep. I remember thinking that was yeah. an odd pairing anyway, but now that's not going to happen, I guess I can just Donald relish Glover in the fact that it was an odd pairing. <laughs> I'm sorry. If you want to do a Mr. and Mrs. Smith in 2022, why aren't you calling Michael B. Jordan? That's true. That's call number one. That's Come true. On. Who do you think Come would on. work best with Michael B. Jordan? Oh, that's a great question. Um, God, you asked me too quickly. I don't know. Who Trying to think of somebody right that now? has like oh wait, acting we were just chops, thunder, but is like Ana de Armas. Yeah. Oh, she would be pretty. Yeah. <laughs> I can see that. Anna Darmus and Michael Petron. Wow. Wait, Zendaya. I mean, obviously, always an option. I mean, Zendaya is like gorgeous. I feel like there's there's pretty, there's beautiful, like classically beautiful, and then there's just like sex appeal. Sexy. Yeah. And Zendaya is Zendaya beautiful, but I don't know if she's like sex appeal. Yeah. Some guy's going to message us and be like, are you kidding me? Have you <laughs> seen her? Sexy? Yeah. 
is. She's All right. Just... I'm trying to wrap it up. I'm sorry. <laughs> My next story is um, this weekend, photos came out of Lupita Nyong'o and Common at a wedding. Uh, it was mm-hmm. the wedding for Lupita's stylist, and she was a bridesmaid, and Common was there as a guest. It's still kind of unclear if she was there, if he was there as her plus one or as like a guest of another guest um, stylist because I guess he has used the stylist before but um, I will say this Lupita posted four pictures from the wedding and if they were not of the bridal party they were with common Mm -hmm. it looked like a date to me Um, I'm very here for this if they are a couple yeah I'd be Um, into this it also um, I'd like to know how they met which could be mutual friend through the stylist um Common just got out of a relationship with comedian Tiffany Haddish. I guess they had gotten really serious really quickly. I know they moved in together. Yeah. Um, Tiffany really, really wanted a baby, I think. And she's also been doing like a lot of um like a lot of good things for like I forget where she, she grew up in LA. Um, had a really tough um, life. There's a, a podcast. A hmm. Oh, I thought you were talking about the country or her parents are from or from Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um she moved out to LA and had it was like it was really it was really tough with her growing up and then when she got out here there's a podcast called Smartless with um Jason Bateman uh heavens I'm forgetting the two others they're all they're all three famous guys had her on and she talked about her growing up and what she's doing for her community and that's what her in common had a lot in but it's common with like helping you know (laughs) Where they grew up, but uh, I guess it wasn't enough to sustain a relationship. I guess they were both really busy all the time, but it would be nice to see Common's got Lupita with somebody that we. I know she's so like are aware of off our radar with famous stuff, which is back to not back to a point, but this is a great time to bring up that famous people can hide their secrets if they want mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. If you know something about a celebrity because they want you to know it so don't ever feel bad about being in the celebrity's business because they want you to know if they want it to be a secret they would keep it a secret yeah um commons also dated in the past serena williams him and serena dated for a really long time and then his other most well-known relationship is um erica badu um he did in her like late 90s early 2000s yeah (laughs) my last story is jared leto um now i've made talk about a little bit more i've made an effort because ariana told me to not look up a single thing on this uh, on this topic of jared leto and his new movie morbius (laughs) so i have made a valiant effort not to type in his name or find out anything more about what she is about to tell us right now yeah so morbius i guess came out i i'm not a marvel girl so i don't really know i know that this movie has terrible reviews um my favorite thing about this movie is twitter completely roasting it roasting it tearing it apart it's the worst reviews i've ever seen for a marvel movie and marvel fans will literally go see anything so i'm like (laughs) it must be really bad um i will come out and say that i know absolutely nothing again about this movie but i guess his character kind of walks with a limp or has some kind of health issues i don't know Jared Leto practices method acting when he acts, so he becomes one with a character. And um, 
I guess, when he was going around set while filming this movie, he refused to walk normally when um, they were not filming and asked for crutches to get around and what? constantly needed to have. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he needed crutches to get around set because his character walked with a limp. So he didn't want to get out of character by walking like a normal non-disabled person i feel like that's um, not like a, and i don't know <laughs> he's method baby and okay. it was causing such an, a hold up on set he was getting into it with the directors asking them like the directors are like just walk normally to the bathroom please and i guess he was taking tons of bathroom breaks as well i don't know we didn't get we didn't get the deets <laughs> on that part but he was taking tons of bathroom breaks and he needed crutches so somebody had to come bring him crutches to take to walk to the bathroom and they finally had to compromise by giving him a wheelchair to go to the bathroom with so somebody had to wheel jared leto on set to the bathroom to use the bathroom because he didn't want to get out of character and i don't know if you guys remember this but um when he was filming um i guess was it suicide squad Mm -hmm. um and he was playing the joker he in real life sent a box of rats to margot Robbie's house I think he sent, um, didn't he send one to like everyone on set? I, I don't know. I know specifically Margot Robbie because yeah. she's the one that put up a fuss about it, rightfully so. Yeah. And he said that that was him in method. Uh, As if the Joker so, would yeah. send rats. Like, no. No. Yeah. So he caused a huge stir up on the Morbius set for that. And it's kind of, I guess the director of the movie is kind of speaking out now because he's like i let him put up such a big fuss for what was it worth it <laughs> and it seems like the answer is no <laughs> just weird 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 guy. guy let's uh get into some new music this week a lot of stuff happened thank god music's back slowly week by week we're getting either new albums or new tracks uh for new albums i mentioned last week sean mendes had a new song uh called when you're gone that i think i'd said the best thing that's happened to this couple was them breaking up so camilla (laughs) has finally released her album called familia uh it's been in the works for a long 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 time so it's finally out i listened to it it's actually a great album I'm probably going to keep listening to it. And there's not a lot of albums that I put on a rotation, but I've enjoyed this one pretty, pretty thoroughly. J. Cole uh, has a feature on Bia's new song called London, which is also a bop, but he also raps in a English accent, which is a little (laughs) off-putting. But he does a lot of English slang, which is really comedic, but obviously sounds great. And they filmed the video in London too. Yeah, it's a great video. I think yeah. Joe Cole has worked with the director before. He does like this kind of like almost like a stop motion type of technique in his videos. The video is sick. You gotta watch it. And it's a great song. Uh, Maggie Rogers put out a new song. It's her part debut album, uh, debut single. Not even debut. What am I saying? This is her first single from her sophomore album. Heavens, what am I yes. thinking? Much, much anticipated. Yeah. Maggie <laughs> Rogers is the shit. Uh, it's called That's Where I Am. She's cut off all her hair. I think after her first album, she wanted to like maybe study herself. I think she went back to grad school 
and like finished her degree. Yeah. She went back to, I think it was. Do you ever, did you ever hear how she got discovered? Uh, I mean, I've seen the Pharrell video. Yeah. That she just gave Pharrell her demo while yeah. he was teaching a class at NYU. Yeah. So Pharrell just came like, in as like you know, a, like a guest speaker more or less. And she was in this. Like a production or like songwriting class, she was in the music yeah. uh, department at NYU, and people could volunteer to have Pharrell listen to like pretty much their like unfinished song. And there's a video if you have the time on YouTube of Pharrell listening to her song Alaska, and he is just in complete awe for all three four <laughs> minutes of it. It's a sweet video, and at the end she's like, "Is there anything like?" I need to change. And she's constantly looking over at him for some sort of validation. reaction and validation. And yeah. he's just like, that's perfect. Um, yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's a really sweet video. But she's yeah, back. Sorry. <laughs> but she's back. And then lastly, we have, like we said, if we can get him into the pod, we will. Jack Harlow's new track called Glamorous. Called Glamorous. No, it's called a First Class which is sampling Fergie's song, Glamorous. Yeah. And he put up like a little snippet of the chorus of him in the studio, uh, listening to it, and it went viral on TikTok. Like within a week, people were just like going crazy for the song. (laughs) So he put out the song and people can think what they want. I don't think it's great. It sounds a bit rushed. The verses could be better. Chorus though, every time it comes around, the snippet on sing TikTok along. was yeah. Snippet on TikTok was the highlight. Yeah, basically the chorus spells out glamorous like G L A M, and he does a little ad lib before G L A M. Um, so the chorus is going to be the biggest part of that song. It's really the only good part about that song as well. I thought it was cute. There's a lyric. <laughs> he thanks um, UPS for delivering all his plaques that he gets, and then UPS tweeted back like you can always depend on us or whatever but uh yeah that's cute that's that's what's happening in music this past week also this past week courtney and i watch tv as per usual and i am very excited to say that serial killer shows are out and con shows are Mm -hmm. in (laughs) i do love a serial killer true crime person (laughs) i am i hate it god so, um, I don't know if you guys have been seeing. Instead, the whole, the rage right now are all of these con shows. So, you have Inventing Anna, The Tender Swindler, um, and uh, Super Pumped on Showtime. But we, what we watched this week was um, The Dropout on Hulu about Elizabeth Holmes starring Amanda Seyfried. And then We Crashed about um, WeWork starring Jared Leto and Amanda. Anne Hathaway, mm-hmm. sorry. Um, so do you want to talk a little bit about the, we'll start with the dropout. Uh, so the dropout, it, for anyone who doesn't know, is focused on Theranos, which was a company founded by Elizabeth Holmes um, in the mid-2000s. She wanted to revolutionize yeah. the way uh, that we took blood and were able to find out diseases from a a blood test she believed that she could take a sample a small drop of blood run it through what she had invented 
this machine called the Edison. Um, and the Edison would produce a list of diseases from this one drop of blood that it's, you know, could say, I mean, it got to the point where she was saying like HIV, diabetes, I mean, all from a single drop of blood. And yeah. And there was, um, plenty of people who along the way saying this isn't, you know, this isn't possible. Uh, she initially wanted to start off as a patch, but as anyone who can understand basic biology knows that the skin is too thick of a surface to really draw from. Um, she wanted to like, I don't know, administer antibiotics through a patch and a professor at Stanford, she's a Stanford dropout, um, told her this is impossible. So she ended up dropping out of Stanford, used her tuition money to start this startup called Theranos. And she just deceived all investors. She had people on her board from Rupert Murdoch, Rupert Murdoch the DeVos family. Yeah, just Walgreens. Crazy who she had on her board. Um, she dated this man who was 18, 19 years her senior. She had met when she was yeah. in um, in chi- China for like a Mandarin program after her senior year of high school. He invested a lot of money into her program and her uh, belief in the startup. And together they just conned, I mean, Walgreens, <laughs> their entire board, their employees, their family. It, it just, they ended up getting charged. But more a, importantly, hmm. I think the worst thing is that they conned patients. Yes. They had people take these tests and get results. Faulty results. Imagine you're a cancer patient. Yeah. You're a cancer patient and you're like, oh, I have terminal cancer. And then she gives you your test results and it's like, you don't just have that. You also have AIDS. And it's like, wh- mm-hmm. what? <laughs> yeah. Um, the The show kind of ends on Theranos going belly up. They get busted by the Center for Medicaid and Medicare Services, which is so funny because Medicaid, like that is the, everybody was going, they were like, you need to get the FDA to go after them. You need to get the FDA. But because they use these services on real people, you could get the Center for Medicare and Medicaid services to go after her, and that's who shut her down. And that's kind of where the show ends. Mm-hmm. Theranos is going belly up. Um, but in real life, she has been charged with fraud, unfortunately, only for defrauding her investors, not for defrauding everyday people, which I think is bullcrap, but whatever. And for wire fraud, which wire fraud, they can get anybody on wire fraud. So, yeah. Um, and, um, and they her got boyfriend f- is awaiting charges. Yes. Um, the trial was kind of put on a little bit of hold and then kept getting pushed out. She was um, pregnant and then COVID and then she had the baby. So she's now the trial is finally kind of going underway. Um, and she got found out there was two whistleblowers who worked within her company. Um, one was a grandson of a board member. And the other was a recent biology graduate who just, as soon as she got to the labs, she knew that their testing procedures just weren't right. And they were testing outliers or confirming results that weren't true. 
so they called her out and um that's how she got found out basically i followed this story in real time while it was happening Mm -hmm. um i remember the um Forbes cover? The Forbes cover. Yeah, so she I, was like, named remember as... remember seeing it in stores. Before Kylie, she... She... And, and this, <laughs> if we're even, like, accepting Kylie and Kylie's this, not a billionaire, but that's an episode for a different day. Yeah, she was the first uh, female self-made billionaire, um, which they quickly then re- revoked once, once everything came out. But, I mean, she was a big deal. She changed her looks... Her personality. She dropped her, her voice. voice into like a deeper register. She started wearing black turtlenecks because it reminded her of her, um, basically of like Steve Jobs, a, like her god Steve Jobs, who dropped out of college and started this billion dollar company. Um, Loki, a psychopath, and by Loki I mean Heike. But yeah. uh, she just—I'll tell you the weirdest thing about her is that she never had dreams of doing anything to change the world to make the world a healthier place with their or anything. Mm-hmm. Her goal was to be a billionaire. And I mean, yeah. Bruno Mars made the song. <laughs> I want to be a billionaire. So fucking bad. Same. Yeah. But at what cost? Like if I can do it, like Ken making shapewear and <laughs> photoshopping pictures, I would do it. But what? Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's uh, currently streaming on Hulu. Anybody who wants to watch it, the dropout starring Amanda Seyfried. Highly recommend. I could not stop watching. And I'd listen to the podcast. I watched it in a day. That's also, it's based off of um, an ABC News podcast called The Dropout, which is also a docu- um, little documentary, I believe also on Hulu, if anybody wants to check that out, to gain more insight before um, you watch the docuseries. The Elizabeth Holmes documentary is actually on HBO Max. Okay. So, HBO Max. Sorry. No, thank Makes you. Makes your life a, lot, a little more difficult, but... Um, and then the other show is We Crashed, starring Jared Leto and Anne Hathaway. And on that show, it is all about the making of WeWork. Um, if you don't know what WeWork is, it is a co-working space um, for people who work from home, who have a small business that need an office space, they can rent out places there. Um, and Adam Newman is this um, Israeli um, immigrant who, again, like Elizabeth Holmes, he didn't want to be a billionaire. He wanted to be the world's first trillionaire. Mm-hmm. And he didn't care what the business was to do it. He just needed to do it. And um, he also conned investors, not as badly as Elizabeth Holmes, I would say, where she was straight up lying about what her products could do. Mm-hmm. He was just way too overambitious about what we work could ever be. Um, and he and his wife kind of created this business environment that was unbearable. They are, um, his wife is actually the cousin of Gwyneth Paltrow, which is crazy. And if you watch the show, you get Gwyneth Paltrow vibes from her, um, as just kind of like an out there person. Mm -hmm. Um, health and wellness person who is just a little deranged with, kooky yeah their ideas um she so they kind of lie about the numbers that they have for their company and they 
beyond work, they want to make it a lifestyle. So in addition to having we work, they had we live, which was um, a co-living space where you had basically a dorm room and you shared a kitchen. It was literally a dorm for mm-hmm. adults. Like, well, it's, that's basically what it is. And it was in the same building as we work. So all of your life was in this one building. And then his wife decided to start a school called We Grow, mm-hmm. um, which for whatever reason she thought she could teach kids is she could revolutionize education (laughs) yeah so they had um the guy who is the main investor into alibaba which is a huge the biggest company in china um he was their main investor and um he wanted 4,000 times the growth for his company, for his investment, because that's what he got off of Alibaba, which Alibaba is a true unicorn where WeWork was a dud. Yeah. Uh, and honest to God, WeWork still a dud. I went into one kind of recently, still empty. Um, they wanted to make it basically a place for me- millennials to work. Mm-hmm. And they just took what they thought was the ideal millennial workspace. So beer, music, um, coffee fun. Shop at all times yeah coffee shops they had a summer camp that they took their employees to that was mandatory and mandatory you could not skip it and i don't think that um adam newman realized that some people actually have to do work at work mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not just like moving your mouse to make sure that they see you're active like you actually have to do things um the show's not over yet. They have not reached their finale, but spoiler alert, it's not a spoiler because it's real news. Adam Newman does eventually step down from WeWork because of the board members um, saying that we're not going to make any money with you at the helm of this business. Mm-hmm. Um, and WeWork still kind of going under. They still haven't gone public. Um, they probably will never go public. They probably will completely go under at this point. Um because the real estate market's crazy. Yeah. But uh, yeah, for, that's our watch of the week. For anyone, um, go ahead. You had mentioned unicorns. So, like in the investment world or whatever, it's basically if a startup, if, uh, if investors or like angel investors believe that a company is a unicorn, meaning that they believe that they can be a billion dollar company, which is what Theranos the new Facebook. was basically trying to be what we work is trying to be and then what they were for a while because didn't wasn't we work valued at like 40 like 20 billion dollars at some point i think it got to like 46 billion dollars but definitely yeah. was 20 it was, yeah. it was a it was a, a ton of money. money yeah they had at one point the most um real estate in all of new york city Mm-hmm. Um, Adam Newman also said that Jamie Dimon was his personal banker, which I do not believe. Jamie Dimon is the chairman, is the CEO of J.P. Morgan Chase Bank. Um, I I don't believe Jamie Dimon was his. This guy lied about everything. Yeah. I don't believe that Jamie Dimon was his um personal, personal banker. banker. But yeah. yeah, those are our watches of the week. Um, highly recommend you guys watch those. Amanda Seyfried will definitely probably win the Emmy for the Dropout. Um. Mm-hmm. But Anne Hathaway will also be nominated in the same realm. Do you think? Well, I think Amanda may be in a main, like, actress. But I think maybe Anne would be, like, supporting. Like, Do you uh, think she's supporting? I, oh, I also haven't watched. Uh, I don't know. 
The dropout's way better than WeWork, in my opinion. But Oh, yeah. If you have to watch one between the two, uh, watch Dropout. If you're still feeling it, watch We Crashed. If you're still feeling it, this isn't a actor what 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 i'm thinking of um this is it's a of, documentary not um a series yeah it's called bad vegan it's basically about this um restaurant in new york city this vegan restaurant called pure food and wine that was just a hit it's where um alec baldwin eventually met his current wife hilaria side note she's pregnant with her yeah, eighth yeah. child um she's a fake uh latina and Somebody <laughs> stitch her we'll have to do a vagina because she is pregnant with her eight. Because yeah. <laughs> eventually we will get into her, and she is my favorite story of was it twenty twenty one when that gosh. happened? Yeah, that's twenty twenty one. Fake Latina heritage. Anyway, um, <laughs> bad vegan. Basically, the co owner uh, leaves. They leave each other. They were together. They leave. She meets a new guy on the internet. He scams her, of course, is how this thing goes. He tells her that there's, like, this heavenly body more or less watching over them called the family. She needs to constantly send him thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars at any given time to prove her loyalty to this imaginary uh, uh, entity, I guess. I don't even know. Um, She ends up going on the run with him for about a year or so they get caught in Gatlinburg by her ordering <laughs> by actually him ordering a uh, Domino's pizza I believe and um yeah crazy story crazy story they end up getting charged with uh, quite a bit um frauding with investors her restaurant uh, employees she used her payroll of her work to fund his lifestyle instead of paying her employees yeah it's it's also a crazy story um so if you're still feeling this uh the con the con artist vibe after watching all these uh watch bad vegan streaming on netflix and women be smarter (laughs) yeah let's let's as a collective stop being so dumb yeah (laughs) okay (laughs) we're let's wrap this up um let's get into our crush grapes um, I'll go first. Yeah. My crush grapes this week is Quinta Brunson. She is the star of Abbott Elementary. Um, she quite literally started off as a meme queen. That is how she became famous. She is from the meme, he got money. <laughs> um, and now she has a show on ABC that's really good. Uh, and yeah, that's my crush grapes this week. And I have Brie Larson. Um she is a fantastic actress. You've known her from plenty of things. She's also um, she's Captain Marvel for and I have another Marvel shout out. Um, but she's also joined another <laughs> franchise. Uh, she's going to be in Fast and Furious Ten, which beyond me, there are <laughs> ten Fast and Furious. I think I've seen one in five. That's it. Same. Yeah. I just I don't understand how many times you can tell a story about guys driving fast cars or oh it God. doesn't make sense to me. Um, but then again, my obsession with uh, One Direction probably doesn't make sense to ninety eight percent of the population. True. So one True. for one. Um, but yeah, good for her for joining two franchises, and I can't imagine the big. money she can make. So good for her. Oh, you know. God. 
Yeah. <gasps> oh, sour grapes. I'll go first again. My sour grapes this week is Tori Lane's, who will not leave Megan the Stallion the fuck alone. Um, he just violated his probation and his restraining order against her by tweeting about her because he can't shut up. Really? And um the judge raised his bail and his bail was $350,000, which he had a bondsman post, which, okay, goes back to my theory that these artists are not as rich as they say because Jay-Z has $350,000 cash. He doesn't need a bondsman mm. to get out of jail. But nonetheless, um, he left court and um, he got into a Lamborghini and I asked him how he's feeling. He said, like, magnificent, perfect, something like that. Um when he's a little abuser like even if yeah oh i just don't like him anyway he put out a song the other day so he just got his bill revoked for tweeting about her and then today he put out a song on monday um talking about the incident once again he called out meek mill for disassociating from him as well as kalani and um really i hope the judge locks him up again and then deports his little midget butt to toronto <laughs> i'm sick of him i can't wait for this to all be over with their trials in september which i'm like i'm gonna do a deep like coverage for us because i'm so interested in it yeah. but um yeah tori lane's my my sour grapes this week who's your sour grapes uh my sour grape is nickelodeon in its entirety <laughs> uh, and the Not reason SpongeBob. is <laughs> <laughs> Sandy. Um, so they did not invite JoJo JoJo Siwa uh, to the Kids Choice Awards. Which I mean, why do we care? We do. We care a lot because about a year ago, JoJo Siwa, who I mean, was like the face. Her show was on Nickelodeon. Must have been right. Um, I don't know if she had a show. She's a YouTuber. Yeah, she's like a YouTuber. But I mean, like her demographic is yeah. definitely the kids that watch. It's kids. Yeah, Nickelodeon, Disney. Nickelodeon. Um, for those who may be a little unfamiliar, she was on Dance Moms, a TL- TLC yes. show. Um, she then kind of made a name for herself, and but a name. I mean, she made a complete brand of herself. She's known for this massive bow. Her hair is completely slicked back. She has this massive bow in her hair with this long blonde hair. Um, she's very eccentric, loved to dance, great dancer. Um, great dancer. But they did not invite her to the Kids' Choice Awards. Um, and within the past year, since the last Kids' Choice Awards, she has come out um, as gay. She is a massive advocate um, for the LGBTQ community. And... Um, Seems just a little sus that she's come out, right? she's an advocate, and now she's not invited back to a program which played her song this year. They just, you know, they didn't invite her, but they played her song. She's performed there multiple times. Um, everybody in that crowd is, I'm sure, a massive fan of her. Um, but yeah, they just didn't invite her. And it's so obvious why we just need Nickelodeon to admit it. Um and also, another JoJo Siwa news, she cut you know off her funny? signature ponytail, and she okay. now has a little um, a little short do <laughs> she's rocking, shaved head to one side and a little quaff yeah. to the other. Um, but yeah, just need Nickelodeon to admit that they didn't invite her back because they are homophobic, maybe. 
You said it. You and said I, it. I feel like they're doing this in part because of what's happening down in, in Florida, Florida with Disney yeah. and. But uh, I'll tell you something interesting. The Kids' Choice Awards will invite anybody with kids. They don't care. So uh, I saw a picture today of not Kelly Rowland, Kelly Rowland's husband, who you've never heard of because he's a nobody, and her son at the Kids' Choice Awards. And I'm like, if they can get invited, but JoJo JoJo Siwa does not. Can't. mm, Yeah. I'm I'm patiently waiting. I'm like following Nickelodeon on Instagram, trying to get – like waiting for their statement about this also if they're so just like um against sex you know because basically they're just like oh we just don't want to like you know talk about the gays or anything but they're, if they're against like any sort of thing that makes sense it's beyond me that they and we love him here again they had jack harlow perform and had to he had to basically go out and perform and yeah. not sing like half of his lyrics because Holy they're very sexual song. in nature yeah. But it was just weird. I just, what is the line, you know, without them just blatantly being like, oh, you know, don't, don't talk gay or don't speak gay. You know, we don't bring it up. But um, yeah. And they also have cartoons now with characters who have two dads. So what is it really? Yeah. It's, is it performative or what? Yeah. Look at me getting riled up about Nickelodeon. (laughs) (laughs) anything it doesn't take much um okay last thing our recommendations for the week i am going back to my crush grapes quinta brunson show abbott elementary i love a network comedy it is the only thing that i will watch on local television Mm -hmm. um her show abbott elementary is so funny it's about a philly under um under under why is my brain not working like underfunded underfunded oh my god underfunded (laughs) school i need to apparently i think i went to an underfunded school um underfunded school that um she teaches at it's her first year teaching it's like her and a couple new teachers and then some veteran teachers who've been there for years and all of my friends have four best friends who are all teachers and they all say that it is hard to watch because it is too realistic that's how good the show is really um Highly recommend. It is so, so funny. I've heard great things about the show. What about you? Um, I am recommending something to do um, if anybody has um, the option to ever go do it. Uh, so back in January, I went to a Taylor Swift night with friends. Um, basically, it's probably the same thing that my parents and other friends thought. Like, oh, you're going to go somewhere to listen to taylor swift but taylor swift isn't there <laughs> yes it's essentially a, it's like a dj <laughs> playing her songs um taylor swift isn't on tour so you know get what you can get it's the best, um, next best so my recommendation are these theme nights that i've seen a lot of uh like clubs put on djs will come through i've seen emo nights i've seen one direction nights um so basically a dj comes through um and plays whatever that theme is so like i said back in january i did a taylor swift one and then this past weekend i did a taylor swift harry styles night in columbus ohio <laughs> and it's a blast i mean you just you're in a room with a, people who just love the same music are all there for the same reason um so they played all of taylor swift's music they played a bunch of harry solo music and a lot of one direction 
and um it was just a good time just a fun place to be with people who are just like genuinely happy just to listen to the same song like that you're listening to in that moment yeah (laughs) it it is cute I, i really enjoy it that sounds fun it is i need to find one of those yeah well guys that's our episode i hope you enjoyed perfect um (laughs) if you don't already um (laughs) follow us on instagram we're at through the grapevine pod (laughs) t-h-r-u the grapevine pod pod. and um sorry message us let us know what's happening in uh pop culture that you want us to talk about or that you have any uh feelings with (laughs) oh i'm sorry um also thank you to our producer ethan um please don't forget to rate review subscribe spotify apple wherever you're listening we will see you next week bye bye